This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Yes, presented by BetMGM, which we are very happy and excited to be. The entire network presented by BetMGM. A lot to talk about over the rest of the show. And joined this hour by Nick Ashew as we were yesterday and day before in the 10 a.m. Eastern hour. Nick, welcome back. And uh, we got a lot we want to hit on here, including some NBA futures coming up. But we thought it'd be fun. You know, we're heading towards the NFL season starting and we have a bunch of rookie quarterbacks. Now, it, I will say it's not as intriguing or exciting as last year when we had five first round rookie quarterbacks. We all knew they would play a lot of hype around those guys. This year is a little different, but I do think because there's uncertainty of when any of these guys play, I think there's some betting opportunities on them. You know, that you're getting pretty good numbers with some of these guys for maybe a rookie of the year run. Let, let's go through them. What we think of them how well we think they'll play if they'll play this year let's start with the first round guy nick kenny pickett out of pit only first round quarterback it's interesting it felt like a month ago no chance he starts right it was like he's way behind trubisky's better and then mike tomlin still is not named a starter i'm assuming it's mitch trubisky you know it, what 10 days from now in uh, cincinnati but feels like pickett's gonna get on the field pretty quickly here i, I wouldn't be surprised if he's starting for the Steelers by the end of the first quarter of the season. I mean, I know Trubisky right now has actually looked pretty good in you know reports out of camp or people covering them are like, yeah, he's, he's actually looked, you know, decent. He's made his mistakes, which, which you would expect. But they didn't draft Kenny Pickett and then have him play behind Mitchell Trubisky as like the long-term plan here. And we know how this goes. When you draft a quarterback in the first round, it's a short, uh, time frame, the expectations are high, even in Pittsburgh. So I, I would not be surprised if you got Kenny Pickett out there by like you know, four games into the season, five games into the season, because they're going to be looking at Trubisky and expecting really good performances out of him. And if you don't get that, and if you don't get that consistency, if you don't get the, you know, the playoff year Bears and Trubisky, and even then that wasn't like Mitchell Trubisky was great, but they were they were a team that won what twelve games that year, and then. Uh, Nagy was a coach of the year. So you're going to expect that in Pittsburgh if you expect Trubisky to start for this entire season. And I just I just don't see that happening. By the way, the Steelers know everything about Kenny Pickett. He's already been in that building. Like, he was there a, a, in college. So they've been, they've been watching him, and they've had the ability to understand everything about him for a long time now. So they've got a plan in place. And I'll say this, in Mike Tomlin, I trust. I, I really do. I mean, he has gotten the most out of that team for a very, very long time, even with the ridiculous amount of diva receivers they always seem to employ on that team. Yeah, for me, guys, I think the, you know we always talk about it in terms of health. Like the best 
ability is availability. So who is going to play? That's the question. And I'm almost leaning toward Malik Willis in Tennessee because I think, you know, you're you're half joking, but you're half right, Nick, about, you know, Kenny Pickett being the starting quarterback by, by the second quarter. You think Ryan Tannehill goes out, lays an egg, throws a couple of interceptions? They're not going to wheel Malik Willis out there. I mean, he's been he's looked pretty good um, in in uh, in preseason, and what he brings to that organization is he can run. So now, I mean, you know, he had a fifty yard scamper that helped them win games. All of a sudden, if you have a dual threat with Derrick Henry and, and Malik Willis. That, that changes the dynamic. I mean, I think Tennessee's going to stink, and I think we're going to see him li- for sure by, by the middle of the season, but it's all about who is going to play, and I think Malik's going to get a lot of playing time, even more possibly than Kenny Pickett. Well, it's interesting. Uh, I, I agree with you, Nick, that we're going to see Pickett, right, whether it be the second quarter of the first game, end of the first month. He's going to play. He's going to take the job. But he's 9-1 to one to win Rookie of the Year. That He's the favorite, and he's not even technically the starting quarterback yet. To go to J. Rod's point, Malik Willis is fifty to one at BetMGM. That number is, is jumping out to me because if he gets on the field before, let's say the first half of the season ends, I, he's going to put himself in the mix. I mean, we're talking about a dynamic player. And Nick, uh, the comp I've been making is Malik Willis Tannehill reminds me of Jalen Hurts Carson Wentz. It's a matter of time. He's going to take his job. Yeah. They didn't draft him for for right. no reason. Like the mobile, athletic young quarterback Tannehill's kind of going the wrong way. What do you think about Willis? I, I think he's intriguing, and I think he could play even if he's not all there as a, as a thrower yet because of his legs. It's one of those where you know there's a lot more upside, right? Like I'm looking at some of the other odds here for you know offensive rookie of the year, and you see George Pickens on there with Pittsburgh too, and it's there's a better chance that it's a running back or a wide receiver than any of these quarterbacks right now. But if you're looking for more value, if you're looking for that bigger return, if you're looking for somebody that you think at least has the upside, and we know how this is, rookie quarterbacks that have very dynamic skill sets, that are very athletic, uh, and Malik Willis certainly falls into that category. I think of of Vince Young years ago, too, where, look, his career didn't work out, but we saw the way he burst onto the scene his rookie year. RG3 did that. I mean, you can go down the list and find plenty of other quarterbacks that maybe had a rookie year where – teams defenses just didn't know what their their tendencies were there's really not a lot of film on Malik Willis he played at Liberty and that's that's what made him such an intriguing prospect to this point I I wouldn't be surprised if every one of those top four quarterbacks that was drafted if we kind of want to put in that range there gets a start here or there throughout the season just given what a lot of their team's quarterback situations are but yeah you're, you're digging for obviously a lot more in terms of value if you're looking at the quarterbacks that you're trying to find to possibly win rookie of the year Malik Willis is the upside on him is is tremendous, but I also I just hope that the Titans don't bring him along too fast, where he gets out there too soon and just looks completely unprepared and not ready for the NFL level yet. Yeah, Jared, you mentioned how good he looked at preseason. It's always interesting because if you're a young quarterback with athleticism, like Nick was saying, you could play early. Like you could be behind the eight ball when it comes to throwing, reading defenses, absorbing the game. But if you can run you can help the team win, right? You can convert first downs. You can make a big play. That Malik mm-hmm. Willis strikes me as a guy, he's raw, but like I could see him getting some playing time pretty quickly here, especially if, T- and Tannehill, what, he was tied for the league lead in interceptions last year? Tannehill didn't play well yeah. last season. Yeah, and look like, at the playoffs, and, and, too. Terrible. Yeah, and, and I read, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it. I think it's, I think, but like like Tannehill went and got some like, like professional help because he was so depressed and he was so out of it, like completely his whole world was shook. So uh, to me, 
what kind of Ryan Tannehill are you going to get? And again, it's about availability, and I think Malik's going to have a lot of it. Well, he will, and he'll have a chance to play, especially if Tannehill doesn't play well. The, the one I might, might be most intrigued with, though, is Desmond Ritter. Nick, the, the, the pick from Cincinnati to the Atlanta Falcons, not because I think you know he's going to be a star or anything, but don't the Falcons have to play him at some point? If you think there might be something there, they might be the worst team in the NFL. They're trending towards having a top five pick in a draft with really good quarterbacks. Like I feel like some point in this season, they've got to know, can Ritter be our guy or do we got to go draft C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or whatever, one of these guys? So I think I, the, Mar- the Mariota story is fun. Like he gets their chance. Come on, Desmond Ritter is going to be their quarterback. He has to be. They have to play him sooner than later. Well, there's also the point where you know that Marcus Mariota is going to get hurt. He always gets hurt. And we saw very little amount of time between, like, healthy snaps and then getting hurt for him in his time with the Raiders. So, look, at 22-1, to you consider Desmond Ritter. And and remember, too, these are – there are narratives that are based in all of these end-of-season awards, right? And and some of it is the quarterbacks always get the most attention. The thing here is, is is Atlanta so bad? I know winning rookie of the year doesn't mean you have to be on a winning team or anything close to that. We've seen that in the NBA plenty of times. It's these guys that are high draft picks. It, it's it's really just about the individual performance. But is Atlanta going to be so bad as like a two-win team, let's say? And even if Desmond Ritter plays pretty well, there's votes for Brees Hall or Sky Moore maybe or Drake London or whoever. You start going down the list of somebody tire up there. Do they steal a lot of those votes just because they're playing on a team that – Maybe ends up winning five games. So, like, the, the standards aren't very high for wins when it comes to rookie of the year. But you just got to wonder if the Atlanta Falcons are just going to be as bad as they clearly look like they're going to. They want to draft somebody in the first round next year. Ritter is looked at as probably more of a backup. But they will play him because what are they going to lose? Games? Like, that? that's the whole purpose anyway. So, it's just really a question of are they going to be so bad that the attention goes to – like, because, for example, the Titans are going to be a better team. Just in general, they're more talented. So if you've got Malik Willis out there and he's playing well, the team's winning – probably winning more games. It's just a, it's a better situation for him to be in where the narrative becomes, hey, he's playing well, but also the team's at least hovering around 500. Yeah, my concern, yeah, guys, point. is if Atlanta's trying to tank, if Atlanta's trying to get another top five pick or another first round pick again, you, your last thing you want is is for, is for is for Ritter to come in and actually play well. You're like, whoa, 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 right. we're trying to tank, young man. Slow down. We don't need this. Stop you playing know, so well. Chill out. Hold on here. Hold on. We saw that here in Miami, my friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then Ritter is trying to – he's – pushing them away from the tank. He doesn't want them to draft another quarterback. He's like, this is my shot. This is the team I could be the quarterback of. So you get that push and pull. The other thing I think is important to note, Nick, is we could wait on betting these, right? Like I I think the odds will shift on these pretty quickly in the season. Let's just say Trubisky goes out there, plays the entire game week one. Let's say he plays well. Trubisky's odds are going to – I'm Trubisky. um, Pickett's odds are going to drop. He's not going to be the favorite for rookie of the year if he's the backup behind a guy who just played well. Because none of these guys are starting week one, maybe Willis, because 50 to one's a big number. But I don't think you have to rush to bet any of these quarterbacks rookie of the year now. You could wait, Nick, and then when you get the sense they're going to play, you feel like you, you could guess when they're going to jump in, you might get a good number then. But I, I wouldn't bet 9-1 to one on Pickett today. It's like he's not even the starter at this moment. No, there, there's no point. Not at that price. You're right. The only one that really has value is Malik Willis at 50 to one, just because those odds are so long right now. If he just gets out there on the field, that's that's also kind of baking in the fact that you expect Ryan Tannehill to still be the starter for at least a good portion of the season. There's much more in terms of a question marks 
and the possibility of a Kenny Pickett or a Desmond Ritter to get out there sooner rather than later for those teams and get an opportunity to put up significant numbers while there's more of a chance that Malik Willis plays very little, if at all, this season versus getting out there by like week four with a Kenny Pickett situation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nick, I got a question for you because your boot's on the ground out there. What about Sam Howell in Washington? Not happening. It ain't happening. I'm telling you. It's Carson <laughs> Wentz, and then it's going to be Taylor Heineke as the backup. I'm just t- don't don't waste your money. Don't waste your time on that. And Howell played really well. I think he had 342 passing yards the final preseason game. Looked really good, but it's preseason. He's going to be probably a long-term backup for this team. They got great value where they drafted him, somebody that was looked at as, which is crazy to think. Remember, it was... He was in the conversation for number one overall pick very early in last year's college football season. But if you look at like Spencer Rattler was also in that conversation. So the whole quarterback dynamic in college football really changed and that changed the draft. But I I would stay away from that. It's going to be Carson Wentz as long as he's healthy because they also want to know in Washington whether or not he's somebody that they'll keep around more than one year because they're going to be looking for somebody probably in the first round of the draft too but the question becomes does Carson Wentz still stay because he has no more guaranteed money after this season so they're really only committed to Carson Wentz for one season in DC it's interesting this is a a unique class of rookies that maybe none of them are franchise guys J-Rod I mean no only one was drafted in the first round there's a chance none of these guys are long-term players. If you if you had to bet on one long-term, just to, to be a good quarterback in the NFL, who who would you bet on? I would I would have to go with Pickett because Pickett has kind of you know he kind of checks all the boxes of what a guy who can play in the NFL for 10, 12 years can be. Maybe not a superstar. You know, maybe maybe a guy who's, who who just bounces around and maybe picks up a ring as a backup. I mean, I I'm excited the most about Malik Willis. That's the guy that excites me the most. But again, I just I've just never been a fan of, of quarterbacks whose whose game is 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 running because we know how that story ends. You know, there are exceptions, but we know at the end of the day they're going to have to rely on their arm and throw. So to me, Pickett is almost that kind of cookie cutter if you went to you know a, a studio and said I need somebody to be a quarterback I I would say it would be Pickett yeah he's certainly the safest pick Nick I mean I, I think if he's the most yeah and, and they're gonna give him a chance right they took him in the first round he's their next quarterback for a while I like Ritter the best I, I I think Ritter's underrated I'm surprised he went as low as he did in the draft it wouldn't surprise me at all if he plays better than any of them this year when he gets on the field I like him but he's got an uphill climb because we just said it He's on a bad team, and if even if he plays pretty well, if they have the number one pick and C.J. Stroud is there, they're probably going to replace it. him. It's that's and, it's and, hard. And so he might lose that. his chance. If you're the Falcons, that's actually like the worst situation for them to be in, where they're going to look and go, "Well, Desmond Ritter actually has got a lot of potential, but we have to draft somebody number one overall." Like it'd be nice to not have to draft a quarterback, maybe trade down if they got the number one pick, bring in more assets because like, God knows the Falcons need everything that you could pretty much ask for. But the reality of this is, even if Desmond Ritter throws for like 4,500 yards this year and something crazy happens, they're still going to say, "Well, was that the best that he could be?" 
Let's go with a prospect like a C.J. Stroud next year as somebody that's much more of a safer pick for them. It'd be, I guess it's a better situation to be in if you're the Falcons, given those choices, but they're going to be, that's going to be a tough, a tough decision to make if he really looks like somebody that could be a franchise quarterback. Well, Falcons going to Falcons. Falcons going to Falcons. That's, that's for sure. I mean, that team is in a bad way right now. We shall see how these guys play, but those are the big three. And, and we'll kind of – Matt Corral, I think, would have been part of this conversation, but he got hurt. He's out for the season now. But he probably had a chance at some playing time in Carolina, you know, behind Baker and Darnold's hurt now. That that would have been another guy we brought up, but we'll be watching. These guys will get on the field sooner than later. Joe G, J-Rod, Nick Ashley with you on a Thursday. On the other side – Let's dive into some NBA futures. NBA teams who can make a jump this year, win total jump, and just go from where they were to a different level. We'll hit that next right here on the Becky All Network.